everybody, whether you're the president of a company or the paperboy, everybody has the exact same amount of time. You and I both have 24 hours a day. No more, no less. The question is, what do you do with your time? Welcome to ZBook's Successful Author Podcast. And today we're going to do something different. Today I just want to tell you about my favorite books, my top five books from 2018 and the beginning of 2019. So at any point, if you would like to go to the presentation for this podcast, you can go to bit.ly slash top five books and get this presentation. Okay, so let's start. Factfulness from Hans Rosling is probably my all-time favorite book from 2018. It's pretty crazy. It really defies reality. And it talks about how we are so wrong in our world view. Did you know that we are more wrong or dumber than chimpanzees. Yes, because this is the thing. When it comes to our worldview, we think that there's the developed world and the undeveloped world. And this is a false dichotomy. It's a logical fallacy. This doesn't exist anymore. Maybe in the 50s and the 60s, maybe even in the 70s, but not anymore. As a matter of fact, you can go to his website called gapminder.com and see a really amazing graphic display of how wrong we are and how the developed world isn't what we think it is anymore. Actually, there are four levels of worlds now or economies. And he was so successful that he even got the World Bank to stop saying the developed world and the undeveloped world. Instead, they are using his levels now, his four levels of uh, economies. And so the funny thing is, this guy, unfortunately, he's dead now. He just died recently, I think last year, right when the book came out. And he, he's been going to the UN and NATO, not NATO, the UN, but uh, uh, what, all of these international things like the WHO, the World Bank and stuff like that, and, and having presentations and trying to convince them of things and Davidos, stuff like that. And even chimpanzees got the correct questions right that the humans could not. So he had three questions and asked people, you know, what, what do you think is the difference between the developed world and the undeveloped world? And how many people go to school? How many girls go to school in, in certain countries? And there were three questions. And so if you're just um, tossing a coin, then you're going to get about one-third of them right, at least, some of the time, right? Or throwing a dice or whatever. Or if there's a bunch of chimpanzees just banging on a typewriter, they're going to get about one-third of the questions right, just out of chance, right? So that's why it says 33%. Because even chimpanzees banging on a typewriter will get one out of the three questions right on average. And he actually did this. He went to the zoo. 
he went to the zoo <laughs> and he he would yell at the chimpanzees hey what you know what do you think you know and he would then watch which banana they would grab and say okay the banana on the left is yes the banana on the no uh, on the right is no right so the chimpanzees scored out of chance right 33% on the test with the three questions and these questions were like how poor is the third world uh, how many girls go to school in the third world you know what's the gap this big fallacy the gap between the first world and the the third world and all that the humans you want to know how well the humans did the humans didn't even make it to 17% so when you go get his book when you get his book factfulness by hans rosling there's a bunch of questions in the beginning right and you take those the questions and you will see how wrong we have been in our world view because all of the official organizations like the UN and the WHO they're pushing a, a worldview from 1960 or 50 when there was a measurable gap it doesn't exist anymore so Hans Rosling's factfulness my favorite book it really challenges your world view okay number two the 12-week year by Brian Moran this one has really helped me a lot because uh, I'm an author I make books and I also have a website <clears throat> and um, I'm just going in between both things the books and the website and not getting anything done so I'm spreading myself out way too thin <clears throat> and uh, so between the podcasts and the websites and the launches and advertising and all of this stuff uh, my books have suffered so I'm either going to do my books or my website and so the big takeaway from the 12-week year is that annualized thinking yearly thinking is wrong we have to stop it we have to stop limiting ourselves with annualized or yearly thinking and thinking quarters instead you do all of the work that you want to do for the whole year in 12-week years hence the 12 in 12 weeks hence the 12-week year right so you you plan out your year and then instead of doing it one year you do it in 12 weeks or you try to do it now it's not as simple as that of course and he goes through a total systematized approach of how to do this and how to hold yourself accountable and how to set your goals and why and your vision and all of this really cool stuff and it really helps a lot especially if you're someone who's spread him out spread himself out so thin like me between the podcasts and the website and the videos and the books right so instead what you do is you concentrate on one to three goals for the 12 weeks and then you do the next set of goals in the next 12 weeks and you should also get accountability partners and it's really full of really cool stuff like that so let me just read one quote from the book or two quotes let's see where is my favorite quote all right it's on page three already okay execution is the single greatest market differentiator and most of us have two lives the lives we live and the lives we are capable of living 
The barrier standing between you and the life you are capable of living is a lack of consistent execution. So if you're like me and you've bit off way more than you can chew, then I super duper recommend the 12 week year by Brian Moran. Okay, number three, life after Google. This one, oh, this one is a really good one. I'm not sure if it came out in early 2019 or, or late 2018. <clears throat> George Gilder is, he's like almost 80 years old. And uh, what he does is he goes to the source. He goes to all of these super bigwig elite universities like Stanford and MIT and Harvard. And he goes to the source of all these new technologies. So for example, he was there when Moore coined Moore's Law. For example, that is when Moore's Law states that every two years, the uh, memory capability of our chips will double. So every two years we get the double the memory, okay? On top of Moore's Law is Bell's Law. And that is every 10 years, because of Moore's Law, the computer architecture will change. Not only that, but the, he just hits you over the head with some crazy stuff. Let me, let me read a quote from his book. So, Google Marxism sees men as inferior intellectually to the company's own algorithmic machines. <laughs> and then here's a really funny one. Hyperventilating Haruspices, Yuval Harari, Nick Bostrom, Larry Page, Sergey Brin, Tim Urban, and Elon Musk see as a world-changing AI juggernaut is in fact an industrial regime at the end of its rope. So this is interesting. He's saying the Google world, <clears throat> the operating system of the world is over very soon because what's rising now? The cryptocosm. What is the cryptocosm? Well, have you heard of Bitcoin and altcoins and all of these digital coins? It's also, he's also calling it, um, I think, the blockchain economy. So this is the new way. And I have, I have uh, proposed this and predicted this before, that the blockchain technology is going to, is the next revolution. It's internet, well, if, if uh, HTML and WWW were internet 2.0, then the blockchain is internet 9.99 million or something. It's, it is a paradigm change uh, of the highest order. And he confronts this and confirms this. And this book is just really challenging. If you read this book and aren't challenged, then you're not reading it right. So uh, he also thinks that, um, you know how Elon Musk is always saying, oh, AI is going to kill us. And well, maybe he didn't say that, but he's, he's saying, yeah, AI is a big problem. And uh, according to George Gilder, Elon's being more like uh, a Luddite, you know, anti, not anti-technology, but um, ignoring the upsides of technology and uh, amplifying the downsides of technology. And uh, very, very interesting book. Uh, if you start reading it, I think you will get hooked. And this book 
is definitely a mandatory read, Life After Google. Super interesting. Okay, where were we? Number four or number five? Let's see. Factfulness from Hans Rosling is number one. 12-week year is number two by Brian Moran. Number three is Life After Google by George Gilder. Number four, Skin in the Game by my new favorite author, Nassim Nicholas Taleb. He wrote The Black Swan. He wrote uh, uh, Fooled by Randomness. These books are also world-changing, your worldview-changing books. They will challenge your worldview, and they're pretty awesome. So if you are not getting challenged with these books, again, then you're not reading it right. So Skin in the Game is, is the name of the book, but it's also one of his main principles. If you don't have Skin in the Game, you don't have room to talk because it's just talk with T-A-W-K, yeah? And uh, I love the way he writes. I love his style. And he's got a, a character in there called Fat Tony, you know? And uh, if you don't go to any Skin in the Game, it's just talk, you know? It's one of them New York style accents. Really, really, really hard to summarize because he has so many cool things in there. Again, we have been living under a lot of false premises. And he talks about how hedge fund managers and all these people that think they've figured out the market, they're full of baloney. Basically, they're playing Russian roulette, you know, where you have a revolver, a gun with one bullet in it. And, you know, you, you spin the barrel and you get lucky two or three times, but there's a bullet in that, in that gun. What if you hit that one bullet? So your downside is death, right? So five out of six is okay, but that one out of six kills you, right? So one of the main things in Skin in the Game is to uh, control the downside, minimize your downsides, and really awesome book. I recommend every single book by Nassim Nicholas Taleb. He's my new favorite author. Okay. And finally, number five, another one for book authors uh, and, and Amazon authors, particularly Mastering Amazon Ads by Brian Meeks. This is one of the best books out there. I consider it mandatory for all independent authors. And it, it's two in one. He shows you how to make Amazon ads really well. He shows you how to optimize them, how to make money with them. But it's also a copywriting book because he shows you how important the copywriting is on your Amazon description page for your book. So there are the ABCs, right? You gotta get the ABCs right before you run an ad. So A is your book cover, okay? You gotta have a good book cover, right? Because the people go to your book on Amazon and then you have to hook them. So if the, and the book cover is the first thing. If it looks bad, then, then they're gone. You've got less than seven seconds to catch uh, a reader to hook a reader so then comes the hook hook the title the title of the book and the subtitle so that 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 could be a plus because then b is in the description in your uh, amazon description page so the text the words the copy and that is also has a that also has a title and a subtitle so that's the hook that we call it the hook in the copy of your ad or your description on the page. So that's B. C are the reviews that you have for the book. And if you have bad reviews, then guess what? Yeah, you're gonna lose some sales there. And of course, 
if you have good reviews, and that's much better. So A, B, C. A is the book cover and title. B is the text on the page or the copy on the description page in Amazon. And C is the reviews. So then he goes through uh, good copy, how to write copy, and shows you some very good examples. And he is a statistician, and he's a, uh, what do you call it? He, he, that was his job, too. So he learned it, and he did it for many years. So he's got the goods on Amazon ads, and he has the stats to back it up. And he knows how to make sense out of the stats. That's the big difference. People like me like to play with Excel sheets, but really you need somebody like him to show you which stats are important and why. So Mastering Amazon Ads by Brian Meeks, super good book. It's two in one. It's about ads and copywriting. Super duper great book, mandatory for all independent authors. All right, my friends, that was book number five. And now I want to make you instantly smarter. I want to raise your IQ instantly. And so I've got the runner-ups because this is a podcast. And if you want to raise your IQ instantly, just go to Jordan Peterson's podcast. There's two. There's his that he's actively running right now. And then there's the podcast archive, which is a bunch of stuff which they pulled off of YouTube and other places. And it's just as good because it's all of his lessons, like uh, maps of meanings and stuff like that. And Jordan Peterson's podcast is more of the new stuff. But you can listen to either one. And I know all of you people out there, I'm not going to tell you a link because you can get the uh, presentation. But if you're a podcast junkie, you know how to search for a podcast. You just go to your, your podcast app on your phone and then you search for Jordan Peterson and it will find both of these podcasts. Okay. So he's written the 12 rules for life. I, I haven't in the 2019 top five books. We shall see. I just started it. Uh, but so anyways, if you want to instantly raise your IQ, go to Jordan Peterson's podcast. Okay. Of course, don't forget my podcast, ZBooks, Successful Authors Podcast. And you can find that in all of your favorite podcast apps because I've published it in all of them. Okay, so my number one podcast, especially for authors and entrepreneurs, is the Side Hustle Show by Nick Loper. Really cool. He goes through so many things. Uh, he has guests on his show that have made great, great successes in every different way you can think of from A to Z. I mean, fulfilled by Amazon, blogging, websites, books. And by the way, he also did a book launch. Nick Loper showed uh, how to make a quick thousand, a quick thousand dollars with Kindle, right? What he did was he, uh, he, he has been having a podcast for a long time. So he got all of the people on his podcast to contribute a little bit to his book. And then when he launched the book, he, he had them tweet it or share it somehow. So it's called uh, Behind the Scenes of a $50,000 or 50,000 download pod, um, book launch. It's on the Steve Scott website. So what you have to do is Google Nick Loper's Behind the Scenes of a 50K Download Book Launch. It's pretty awesome. He also has a course on Udemy about how to uh, launch your book. So really cool. 
The Side Hustle Show by Nick Loper. Find it in your favorite podcasting app. Super easy. Then, oh, how could I forget? How could I not mention my buddy, Dave Chesson? The Book Marketing Show with Dave Chesson. Probably the best podcast for book marketing. And I know you, you, you know, there's Mark Dawson, another great one. Uh, but Steve, uh, Dave Chesson has the best, in my opinion. He really gets into the te technology, into the techniques, deep dives, and really everything that we want to know because SEO is also, Dave is also an SEO master. So when you're an SEO master, you kind of know the questions before they come up. So he's always answering the most pertinent questions on our minds in these shows. And you will learn and you will improve your book marketing if you go to Dave Chesson's The Book Marketing Show. So this is the quickest and fastest way to improve your book marketing skills. Really cool show. High value here. Okay. Now my new favorite podcaster is Kyle Gray. And guess what? I just interviewed him. And he's going to be on next week's ZBooks Successful Authors podcast. This is really cool. So Kyle Gray is also an author, but he's more of a, um, an entrepreneur and uh, not just books, yeah? So his show has mostly um, less authors and more entrepreneurs on it. But the cool thing is, is it's how to use stories to improve your marketing. How to use stories to improve your connection with your fans. How to use stories to make a sales page. How to use stories to to make a marketing campaign. How to weave stories into your business and your brand so that you are more successful and connect more with your tribe and you know you build this upward spiral and it's super duper powerful. I've always said learning to write a book, learning to, to, to upload a book to Amazon, learning to format a book takes about a week, but learning to tell an awesome story takes a lifetime. Learning, learning to tell stories is a lifetime endeavor. And if you can do it, you, you can make massive bucks. I mean, you will be the next JK Rowling and Harry Potter, right? Is it any secret that these people are, are so successful because of their great storytelling abilities? So, Story Engines by Kyle Gray. Just check it out on your favorite podcast app. Really simple and really, really, really eye-opening how important story is in your business. Yeah? Okay, what's next? The History of English Podcast. Of course, I couldn't have a best of podcast list without the History of English because we write our books in English, right? Mostly. Okay, so I'm, I'm American, so my books are in English. Super interesting podcast. He goes through the History of English, but guess what? The History of English is the history of the world, and it's, the, it's, the history, it's a history lesson of everything right? It's not just about the English language because everything is tied into your language. So you will learn about Henry VIII, Edward, uh, King Edward. You learn about the, the, uh, the, the battles between France and England. You'll learn about how English came over from the main continent to the island. You learn just amazing, crazy stuff from endings of words and 
just crazy stuff and super interesting, super cool, professional podcast. And he has a lovely voice. You'll, you'll really like listening to him. And some of the things he reads in the original languages. So he speaks old English and like, like 50 different kinds of, you know, old English. And, and I don't even know their dialects or what they are. So Kevin Stroud, History of English Podcast. Okay, that's it, my friends. That's it for today. Remember, if you want this presentation, just go to bit.ly slash top five books. So that's bit dot ly slash top five books, all small and together. And I look forward to seeing you at the top. Okay, my friends, if you like that podcast, then remember to go to zbooks.co and go get all the materials to start your authoring career. We have a seven-day challenge every week, so there's no excuse to not finish your book. And remember, please go to iTunes and upload this podcast and Google Play. Okay, I look forward to seeing you at the top.